your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solom. On the phone with me this hour is Jay Heck, Common Cause Wisconsin Executive Director. He's the czar over there at Common Cause. Got to bring him on the day that the Republican legislature signs a, de- or, uh, yeah, well, agrees to and passes, I should say, passes a Democratic governor's maps. That's the system that we have just created in Wisconsin. We're going to get new voting maps. All the assembly will uh, have new districts and well, all the Senate will, but not all the Senate will go to the ballot. Jay, uh, your, your job's over. You, do you retire? See you in a decade. <laughs> well, first of all, Rick, happy Valentine's day. Oh yes. Jay's my Valentine uh, today too, by the way. <laughs> well, at least for today. Um, but, uh, no, the, uh, I'm, I don't know if I'll retire, but I certainly, uh, will feel a lot better about getting this at least moved partially off my, my, my professional bucket list, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. So some of the questions, and I'll just do a quick roundup of what, uh, you know, my, my sure. uh, very political blowhard radio, talk radio questions, right? Um, well, I already got the first one done. What do you do now? We could answer that later. Um, is, is this bad for Democrats? Is this bad for Republicans? Notice I didn't say good, Jay. I said bad because blowhard radio talk. Uh, we don't want to talk about the good. Um, the AP story that I read, and I don't know if it was in other stories, it was the Democrats aren't sure about this. Hey, the Republicans are signing or are passing maps that the the governor, the Democratic governor, um, drew. Are we being tricked? So that's one of those questions. I'm like, what, you're being tricked? Like, what? They're pulling a fast one on you. So Democrats feel like they're being tricked by Republicans by doing the thing that uh, everybody in the state, with uh, like you, are saying, yeah, do the thing. Like, sign the maps, pass them. Um, what will the maps look like? Uh, is the system itself dumb? That's one uh, we always talk about. Uh, what does this mean for 2024? Um, how even, I guess, how many Democrats and Republicans are we going to get? And then if we get to it, you know, why not all the Senate? Why isn't all the Senate up for election if we're changing the districts? And then really, if we get to it, I don't know if we'll get this far, Jay, but are we going to have new U.S. House maps uh, maybe for 2026, I guess, because we're definitely not going to get them for 2024. Is that anything else that I need to add to the list, Jay, that we're going to talk about this hour? No, I think that's good. I think it's a good uh, that that'll cover a lot of territory, and uh, we'll try to talk about it in a way that will make it understandable for your listeners. Uh, but just let me say, first of all, you know, we're not Common Cause is not a, a partisan organization. We don't align with either political party, and I can tell you that uh, our position on the passage of these maps uh, by a Republican legislature of Governor Evers, a Democrat, uh, his maps. I don't think is particularly joyful or pleasing to uh, Republicans who will be losing seats because of new maps or Democrats who don't trust the Republicans and never have. And and with a lot with a lot of good reason. But I think for the people of Wisconsin, for the voters, this is a good development because this will move us away from the hyper partisan gerrymandered maps we've had in place since 2011 and move us into closer to what Wisconsin is a 50, 50 evenly divided state and the new legislative districts uh, that will be put into place as a result of the passage of this legislation. And when the governor signs it, I expect he will soon, that will create more what Wisconsin looks like. We'll have a lot more competitive elections and 
for the for the legislature, and instead of the huge two thirds majority of Republicans in each house, it'll be a little closer to fifty fifty, which is the way the state votes uh, in statewide elections. So I think overall, if people take a deep breath and calm down uh, and put their partisan hats, uh, you know, under the table for a little bit and and think about this, this I think is a is a positive development for Wisconsin. All right. With your little spiel there, I got two more. Will the governor sign it? That's another one we can talk about. Will Governor Evers sign the maps that Democrats are worried that they're being tricked about when when the Republicans pass them? And then the last one, this is kind of a deep dive, Jay, and I think we should actually talk about this. Have we already seen Republicans passing legislation knowing the right with knowing the writing on the wall, knowing that their districts are going to be a little bit more uh, fair and more by uh, more boy, what would you call it? Partisan, bipartisan. It's going to have. There's going to be more Democrats in their districts. So we have we seen them starting to pass legislation, or at least talk about legislation that they want to pass. That is comes to the middle. Marijuana is an easy one, right? Like they're talking about marijuana. I would say uh, there there was legislation about electric cars and and some other stuff too that uh, I seen to pass. But okay, so that's another one for you to think about while we do the news. We'll be back with Jay Hack, Common Cause of Wisconsin, in a minute. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solom. On the phone with me this hour is Jay Heck, calling from Madison. He is the executive director of Common Cause Wisconsin, I, and uh, you know he's he's giddy today because we have new maps. The governor has to sign them yet, and we'll have new vet- voting maps. All the assembly will be up for election with new districts. So that's why Jay. That's why they they did this legislative calendar so they're off the rest of the year. They got one more month or so to work, and then they're off the ne- the rest of the year because our full time state legislature can only work. You know, two and a half, three months of uh, of a voting season or of a voting year. <laughs> that's uh, that's a whole different conversation. But you're right; we are the smallest state by far in the country, population wise, with a full time legislature. And as you mentioned, uh, no heavy lifting. Uh, you know, they don't they, they don't they don't have any calluses on their hands, and they don't they have basically nine months off uh, every election year to campaign while we pay their salaries. But that's a that's that, a subject for a different day. Okay, but, well, is that a fight that Common Cause? You need a fight now, Jay. What is the fight? You, if once we get new maps, I bring you on here like once every month or a couple of months, and we cry about lucky. the maps. You're, we can't cry about the maps anymore. Maybe for a decade, and we'll get into whether or not it'll be a decade. But now, what is your fight? Right. What is Common Cause going to fight for now? Well, what we're going to fight for is a process to put into place for redistricting so we don't have to go through this lawsuit stuff going through the legislature and fights back and forth uh, every every couple of years and certainly every 10 years. We'd like to get a nonpartisan process in place so that the voters are the people who determine their districts, not legislators. Take it out of the hands of the legislature. Yeah, we and don't. That's a huge fight, and, and that fight is like we gamble. If the maps, you know, survive for a decade, we gamble every decade on who controls the Wisconsin Supreme Court. We're just going to roll the Absolutely. dice, and who controls the legislature, who co- controls yep. the governor, and who controls the Wisconsin Supreme Court in what? What twenty thirty? Yep. Is that the year twenty thirty one? We'll just roll the dice and see whoever gets well, we that. We don't control. know. We, yeah, we'll have a lot of. There'll be a lot of elections in the, for the Supreme Court before then. 
that could change hands. Who knows? Right. And well, that's right. what I'm it's, saying. It's, it's, it's insane. That's how stupid the process is. It's just we roll the dice yes. once a decade to see who wins one random election, including a Supreme Court control. And uh, that'll determine how, you know, what kind of legislation and what kind of legislators we get. But yes. I, I brought this yes. up before. OK, so first of all, is Governor Evers going to sign these maps? The Republicans uh, accepted. Governor Evers drew these. The Republicans accepted them. I thought they were going to fight this tooth and nail all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Is that uh, is that done? We're not going to see that? No, because the Republicans realized that of the choices they had before them, and there were five maps that the Wisconsin Supreme Court is considering now, they decided that this one was one where they, at least they could have some input into the process uh, with regard to passing their the map the governor's maps in the legislature, and they also decided that the, that there might there might possibly be an even more partisan Democratic advantage if one of the other maps were selected by the Wisconsin Supreme Court. But let me just say this uh, very quickly: the governor's maps are very very positive for Democrats and for fairness, they're probably about 90 to 95% of what uh, Democrats ideally would have, which would be, you know, big majorities in both, <laughs> both legislative chambers. Uh, they take, for instance, uh, the number of seats in the assembly that the re- Democrats currently have, which is 35, up to 48. Remember, there's 99 seats in the uh, assembly, so that's nearly parity. And in the state Senate, uh, from the current 11 Democrats all the way up to 16. Uh, so that would be a 17-16 instead of a 22-11 to 11 split in the state Senate. So those are, that's huge. I mean, those are, that's a remarkable change in the composition of the Wisconsin well, legislature. And Jay, and Jay, you say it's positive for Democrats and positive for democracy. I guess I don't think you said that. but And you didn't say it's positive for Republicans because Republicans don't like this because they lose a lot of this majority, obviously. So it's not positive for yeah. them, although like in the no. long run, it's positive for everyone. Well, that's right. And Republicans hate this, too, because it pairs many, many uh, incumbent Republican state uh, representatives and senators against each other because there's so many more of them than there are of Democrats in the legislature. So a lot of those people will be gone. I mean, they'll have to be running against one of their friends in the legislature on their in their political party. And a number of them will be gone because unquestionably, if these maps are in place, we're going to see uh, you know, a, a, an erosion of the huge gerrymandered majorities that the Republicans currently enjoy uh, in, in both chambers of the legislature. So I think it's good because it gives voters a greater choice. Uh, it'll bring into closer alignment the, the way Wisconsin really is, a 50-50 state, as, I, as I've said repeatedly. And it'll, 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 it'll just make for elections having some meaning and having legislators become more responsive because they, they will have to work more in a bipartisan manner yeah, here's, uh, if they want to get elected. Okay, so here's the, here's the, the spin you can do, Jay, you just, you, when you do your, press, your, your other press conferences on this. And this is good for the Republicans <laughs> because it's good for Republican candidates that want to be normal. Right. They can come to the middle. They can be we can the Republicans can have an opinion on abortion that isn't just a complete 
and total, even rape and incest is uh, okay in their book. They can have an opinion yep. on marijuana. They can have an opinion on January 6th or on whether or not, you know, Biden won the election. This is good for the GOP because normal GOP candidates can run because they'll have to win elections with a base that is split, is a base that's going to be closer to 50% Democrats, 50% Republicans, which I think will bring more candidates up front and have a chance to uh, win elections. We'll see more normal candidates, won't we? Even on the left, we might see that. Yes, that's a very astute analysis on your part, Rick, and surprising, but astute. And I appreciate that you do you, you made that. No, seriously, it is true, because if you have more competitive elections, you have to appeal to more of your constituents and you have to try to find common ground with the other side so that you can get stuff through and actually accomplish something. The way it is now, Republicans and Democrats don't work together. There's no incentive to uh, because most of them, of both parties, have safe districts. Democrats have safe districts because they've been packed into many fewer of them. And Republicans have, uh, because of the way they've drawn the maps, have uh, have safer districts now. So yes, it's whenever you have a, a legislator, an elected official, a little bit frightened about the next election, that's a good thing. Yeah, because that means they have to pay attention to you. Absolutely, that's a can, good point. Jay, can you just kick back and just reminisce to a time before 2011 when Republicans and Democrats did work together in the legislature? They maybe even the governor talked to you know the opposite party in the legislature, and they passed legislation with both parties signing onto it and it wasn't always a fight where they pass legislation knowing full and well that the governor wouldn't sign it we're going to pass it anyway i don't know what was it like back then jay <laughs> <laughs> well you know i i've been around long enough to remember i you know i started uh, with common cause in 1996 and i worked in the wisconsin legislature in the late 1980s uh and in the us house of representatives before then and yes it was the case where you had much more bipartisan cooperation. You had many more meetings of the mind and something that's become a dirty word, compromise. You actually had both sides giving a little bit on the stuff that they absolutely wanted so that they could put forward legislation and stuff that would benefit the great majority of the people that they represented. And, you know, look, that's the way we we were able to in Wisconsin in the 1970s and 80s, uh, have a great public school system that was put in place, a great University of Wisconsin system, uh, all kinds of very good environmental uh, stewardship programs, uh, you know, a whole host of other things that made Wisconsin one of the best places in the country for people uh, to live in. And that was because there was an ungerrymandered legislature, governors and legislatures of different parties would often come together. When I started at Common Cause, Governor Tommy Thompson, a Republican governor who was governor for, what, 14 years, regularly reached across the aisle to get Democratic support for his initiatives, in part because he wanted everyone to love him and he wanted to be popular with everyone. But for whatever reason, politics and government worked an awful lot better what, Jay, uh, back in those days. This is like sitting down and having story time. But Jay, what, what was it like when Tommy Thompson reached out and Democrats liked what he did or he liked what they did? What about Democratic voters? Were they mad? Like, really? You're going to, you're like, you're going to like compromise with Tommy Thompson, a Republican. Was that, did that happen? I wasn't into politics then. 
No, not at all, because, uh, you know, Democratic voters looked at what the governor and the legislature accomplished to help them. And, you know, it was the case that Governor Thompson, although he was a Republican, uh, he often worked with Democrats to create, uh, you know, uh, pass legislation that benefited Democrats in Milwaukee and La Crosse, as well as Republicans and, you know, all over the state. So, so, and that's how people were judged back then. They were judged by their performance and their ability to be able to deliver for all of the people of Wisconsin. Now we've become so tribal that we don't even, you know, we, the thought of even talking to someone from the other political party and voting for someone who isn't of your tribe uh, has become so, so foreign to most people. Uh, and that's a bad situation well, because that just polarizes all of us. Uh, the perfect example of that is a Republic, Republicans passing Governor Evers' maps, right? Republicans are passing the Democratic governor's maps. What is this? Can we trust it? Democrats, some Democrats feel like they're being tricked. And that's what we're going to talk about with Jay Heck, Common Cause Executive Director. When we come back, we're going to be back in a minute. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PMI. Rick Solom on the phone with me this hour. Jay Heck, Common Cause Executive Director. He's going to be out of a job here because Governor Evers will sign some new voting maps, some new legislature legislature voting maps. That's what I like to call them to make it. I'm just trying to dumb it down because when you call it redistricting or legislative maps, nobody knows what anyone's talking about, Jay. So when you put your when you put your statement online, just call them voting maps because then people are like, oh, voting? Yeah, voting maps? Oh, the maps for voting. Okay, that's... Because we got to dumb it down, man. Like you, you die, deep dive into this stuff all the time, and then you 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 take the terminology like gerrymandering and legislative maps, and then nobody knows what that means, and then they just ignore it. And this is really important. It is. I give your listeners a little bit more credit than you do, though, because I think by now there's not very many people in Wisconsin that pay attention to you know the no. news at all or, Jay, or the government. Marquette but, poll. If, but if they do, did you look they? at the Marquette poll? Nobody knows what this is. The The poll was, I, I don't have it in front of me, but the poll was like, no, nobody knows. Everyone was unsure. A vast majority of people, nobody had any idea on the Marquette poll. I mean, we can trust that poll, right? I think we can trust that poll. I think so. All I'm, all I'm suggesting is that there are many more people now that uh, know what it is than, than did 10 years ago. And, and thank you. a lot of activism. And thank but you for right. giving my listeners credit and, and making it sound like I am not giving them credit. <laughs> I am just trying to dumb it down to my level. I like to say voting maps. That is my level. That's where I want to be when we talk about this. For Rick, I, for you, I will use two syllable words. <laughs> yes, and that way, thank uh, you. You'll understand. Very much. Yeah, newspaper writer, man. You got to write. We got to write it. Down. We got to dumb it down as much as we can. All right. So, so Evers is going to sign these maps. Republicans passed them. Evers drew them. I love to pretend. I love the imagery of Governor Evers in there drawing lines around the state of Wisconsin as if he's drawing these maps. But why is there a story out there in the AP? It's on the Wisdom website. Democrats are worried that they're being tricked. I understand that when Republicans say they're going to pass the Iowa model of voting maps, and it's not the Iowa model, and they're going to pass Evers maps, but they're just going to change them a little bit. So they're all just basically Evers maps, but a little bit, and that's not true at all. Is that why there's this thing the Democrats are feel feel like they're being tricked when when the Republicans pass Evers maps as is? Yes, the Republicans have for many years been terrible about reaching out to the public, the citizens, and to Democrats to come to an agreement on almost anything. 
And on this particular issue, that that's been no exception. So, you know, there has been tremendous distrust sown between uh, Republican Republican uh, majority in the in the legislature and Democrats. And Democrats just don't feel like they can trust anything that Robin Voss and the Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemihew uh, put put forward. But but the difference this time, I would assert, is that the maps were what they voted on. And the maps were certified by the Legislative Reference Bureau, which is the nonpartisan entity that, that reviews all legislation. These are exactly the maps that Governor Evers submitted to the Wisconsin Supreme Court in January, and which everybody, uh, Republican, I mean, Democrats and, and Fair Maps activists, we all said that these are pretty darn good maps. Now, are they as democratic as maybe some partisan Democrats would like them to be? No, of course not. But they're certainly a lot less Republican than the maps that the Republicans well, have in place now. Well, that's so. kind of how I feel. The Democrats get, eh, it's been so bad for since 2011 that anything yeah. is better than nothing. And, okay, I'm just going to give you my spiel here. Governor Evers, so we had seven groups draw maps, right? Yes. And two of them were like very Republican groups that got thrown out, like the, the Supreme Court or the, the people that are overseeing, the, the Supreme Court hired, they threw the two maps out, right? No, no, not those. Yes, they threw out the Republican legislative maps and the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty because they were still unconstitutional. They were basically the same gerrymandered maps. Right. Yes. Ex- or those people are a bunch of liberals and they just threw them out because they're Republican maps. My thing is, Jay... Is Governor well, Tony true. Evers needed to draw crazy lefty maps that would have gave a, given the Democrats a super gerrymander. And then when the, the people that are overseeing this process are deciding what maps to take, they throw out the Republican maps, they throw out the will maps, and they throw out Evers maps. And then you can't have an argument one way or the other because, look at Evers, yeah, we gotta, we got to throw out a Democratic map, too, or a Democrat map, too. It's his fault, man. Well, he needed to, and I, and I thought that would have been the fight, but we didn't get that fight. We got the complete opposite. They took Governor Evers. Why is Governor Evers walking the line? This is this is insane. This is where Lefty Rick is like, no, the governor needs to to have better maps for his party, right? Like that's. I'm joking, obviously, well, but it is funny. It, it, it is peculiar. You talk about Tommy Thompson be, wanting to be liked by everybody. Is Evers in that that way? He's not as outgoing, no. but he's kind of subtle no. in that way. Where no, okay. No, because because the maps that the governor submitted and that the Republicans passed are very, very favorable to the Democrats. They just aren't 100 percent what the ideal maps for Democrats would look like. They're only 95 percent. Are they 100 percent? Are are they 100 percent what ideal what democracy should look like? Yes, they're fair. They're they're totally fair. You know, all of the maps that before the Supreme Court would result in a much better balanced legislature than we have now. It just turns out that the Evers maps were not as democratic as the Democratic maps, for instance. Well, this is my thing, though, is Republicans sign these because they were worried that if they didn't do this, then... The Wisconsin Wisconsin (laughs) Supreme Court would have drew the maps or the people that they hired would have drawn these maps. And those maps would have been better for Democrats. So there's a window here where the maps could have been better for Democrats. And they were worried about that. So I just that's Evers fault. man. Here's the problem problem with your argument, Rick. And that is that 
if you have a court-imposed map, mm-hmm. so if the Wisconsin Supreme Court put the maps in place, maps that they chose uh, from one of the other entities that, w- that had not been passed by the legislature and signed into law by the governor, they have much less ability to withstand legal challenge. A new Supreme Court uh, composition in 2025, when Ann Walsh Bradley is up for election, if she were to lose and the conservatives were to uh, take control, they could revisit the map that was imposed by the previous Wisconsin Supreme Court. So, Likewise, a new Republican governor, if he's elected in 20 or she's elected in 2026, could come back because they were looking at a court-imposed map. What is different is that this is a map that was passed by the legislature, agreed to by the governor, and put into law. Yeah. It wasn't a court-ordered imposition. And this map will be in place because it cannot be taken out until the next redistricting process for 2031. So that provides a great deal of stability and certainty for voters, for voted, for people who work at polling places, for clerks, right. for everybody, so we don't um, have to have this insane fight every almost, six months. Almost everybody, Jay. Almost. It doesn't work <laughs> out for everybody, and I feel I feel like you're missing this. Republicans shouldn't who, who, have did, who it work out Republicans for? shouldn't have did this because they might get the Supreme Court back. And now, if they do this process, it's really hard. It's like it's almost cemented. This is the, there's no court battle. The legislature passed it, and the governor signed it. This is the constitutional process. Republicans shouldn't have did that. They should have like fought it all the way. Let the Wisconsin Supreme Court fight the maps. We'll get the Wisconsin Supreme Court back in two years. We're losing all this power. We could fight for it, and we'll get this power back in two years, and then we'll challenge these maps that were signed by the liberal Supreme Court. And that not that the play for Republicans? Why would they do it this way? No. Why not? No, because the, prob- the problem with your scenario is that there's no guarantee that they will win control of the Wisconsin Supreme Court in right. 2025 or win the governorship in 2026. But that's the gamble. And if that's the case, if that's the case, then if there was a map imposed by the legislature or that was more uh, imposed by the court that was more partisan in their favor, then they would be stuck even deeper in a hole than they're going to go into now. So I think what happened is the Republicans looked at their options and they said, this is the least hurtful, even though it hurts like hell. Uh, And, you know, and if you don't look and the Democrats, of course, don't trust them. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But for me and for people that look at this, you know, without a partisan hat on, you have to look at the maps, and the maps are much fairer. Yeah, they're they're, I, they're much better than anyone would have dreamed possible. You know, uh, a year ago, let's put it that way. I mean, yeah. that's that's another way to look at it. I, I get it that they they the options of other maps being taken or new maps being drawn by the uh, people overseeing the process could have been worse for Republicans, and they said, "Oh, the, the, the Governor Evers maps are the best we can get." Let's sign those. I get that part, but I feel like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just, we'll take it for two years and then we'll win this Wisconsin Supreme Court back in two years and roll the dice. Well, they'll We'll try. roll the dice. They'll try. Yeah, but now you say the way we're doing it now, it's, it's almost cemented. Like we can't fight it until, for a decade. Like that's, that's well, kind of much yeah. more difficult. You yeah. know, anything, anything is possible. And, and don't forget, I mean, the one wild card is always uh, the United States Supreme Court. 
And, you know, they have a 6-3 conservative majority. So, okay. you know, Republicans in Voss have always hoped that eventually they could get something that would be able to they'd be able to appeal to that. Right. But, 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 but one of throw... the reasons why they selected this option, Rick, was because they also know that's very, very unlikely. The U.S. Supreme Court is not, even with 6-3, even Clarence Thomas, even their conservative justices, they're not likely to take a case that was passed by the legislature and signed into law by the governor. Well, not unless unless Robin Voss gives Clarence Thomas a couple of Noah's Ark tickets or something, you know, (laughs) takes him on a nice little Wisconsin Dells vacation. I I, I think I think Clarence Thomas is used to a little nicer, uh, as nice as the Dells are. When's the last time you've been to the Dells, Jay? I feel like you're no, I have no idea. I'm just. Uh, Noah's Ark with my kids 15 years ago. Do you think Clarence Thomas would wear his like judge robe while he's going down one of those water slides or does he take it off? I'd be wearing that thing all the time. I'm a Supreme Court judge. I'm never, never taking this thing off, walking down the street with it. Um, all right. So what's what what now? Like where? OK, so Evers going to sign these maps maybe what in a, in a week or so or what? No, he has. Uh, what is it? Uh, six days or something after uh, the legislature passes anything to, uh, to sign it into law. And so, and right now he's, uh, you know, I mean, he's taking his time. He's reviewing it carefully as he should. Uh, But keep in mind, these are the governor's maps that were submitted a month ago to the Supreme court. I mean, how would it look for governor Evers to be vetoing the very maps that he put forward and said were, were fair maps. So, yeah. you know, there's that element, too. And I wonder why I wonder why Democratic legislators are also so, you know, uh, why they're not a little bit more thoughtful about, you know, the governor and, and the position he's in now. Uh, of course, he wants to do the fair thing for Wisconsin. But, you know, people in the Fair Maps Coalition, uh, you know, people like uh, the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign, the League of Women Voters, uh, Wisconsin conservation voters, common cause, you know, all of us, I guess Republicans look at us as being pretty progressive. And I think on a number of issues, we probably fall in that category, but we're also for fairness and we're also for what's best for voters. And, you know, this is the best option available for all of us at the moment. I just think it's stupid to take a gamble and, you know, uh, not have the governor's maps in place with the legislature who has, who has passed them and hope that a court-imposed map is going to stay in place through a Supreme Court election, through a gubernatorial election, and all the other stuff yeah. in the next years ahead. So, I mean, that's really kind of – look, I mean, <laughs> do I wish it was a different process? Absolutely. That's why we have to ditch this process and not go through this anymore. Well, with a new with a new legislature, that's a little bit. I don't know if Dem- it sounds like Democrats aren't going to get the majority. So, but could well, we could. could we see a Republican led legislature that's a little bit more you know fifty fifty in the with Democrats come up with a process that the governor would sign? Yeah. Like, is there yeah. hope for the next decade for that? I think that's. I think that would be much more possible than we have now, because if you have more competitive seats for both parties and legislators that have to face the voters and fear the next election, they are going to want to sit down and devise a system that isn't rigged uh, for one party or the other. That's a little, that's fair. 
and that makes sense to voters. And yeah, no, I think I think the possibility of getting redistricting reform and a whole host of other things that Wisconsin needs agreement on so many other things. Um, you know, I mean, we're still the only state in the country that doesn't or the only state in the upper Midwest that hasn't accepted the billions of dollars of federal Medicaid reimbursement money. My goodness. I mean, there's lots of things that Wisconsin could do if we had a less divided, polarized legislature. So, uh, yeah. It sounds like that'll be the common cause next fight. Something like that. Right. Like you fight for well, that. I don't stuff know too. anything about it. Oh, I don't, don't know anything about Medicaid reimbursement. Oh, really? but I, uh, I just know that a lot of people, a lot of people. Uh, okay. need better health care. Well, I your next that. fight would obviously be pushing for something more like the Iowa model, which is funny because the Iowa model is, it, it, what, however it's made up, all the Iowa is all Republican. Um, I, I wonder about this, Jay. The, this isn't a fight in Minnesota. And the fight in Wisconsin nope. is always all the Democrats live in Milwaukee and Madison. You could never make maps that were fair because you, like because all the Democrats live in the two big cities. Well, Minnesota has like St. Paul, Minneapolis, and then maybe Rochester, the giant cities, if you want to pretend Democrats only live there. Um, and and that's like in just one tiny little portion of the state. And then the rest of the state is, you know, wide out. It's, there's not a lot of big cities anywhere. And and Democrats have control of Minnesota. So like how does how are the two states that different? I feel like we all have the same values. I mean, the river doesn't change us that much. The Mississippi. Well, it's been said that the only difference between Wisconsin and Minnesota is Minnesota has more Swedes and we have more Norwegians. But, you know, I mean, they're, they're pretty they're pretty similar, like North and South Dakota. They're pretty similar states. But you're right. But the reason that Wisconsin or Minnesota, for instance, doesn't have this partisan gerrymandering like Wisconsin is they have a nonpartisan redistricting process in place that was put into place because they have what's called a binding initiative and referendum where the voters were able to bypass the legislature and put in a nonpartisan commission that selects uh, and makes the voter maps in Minnesota. Uh, Iowa has the, uh, also a nonpartisan entity that does it. Uh, they have a constitution like ours, but the legislature basically has ceded redistricting to a nonpartisan entity. In Wisconsin, uh, we, we we don't have that, and that's why we have these these fierce fights all the time. Are, are, uh, Iowa, Michigan, are yeah. Iowa and Minnesota models very different to draw yeah, because uh, uh, I was much more like Wisconsin uh, in the sense that the legislature in both Wisconsin and in Iowa, according to the Constitution, have the final say on the maps. Okay. And that's why we've often looked at Iowa, because that way we wouldn't have to change the Constitution, which is enormous. You think, you think redistricting reform stuff, I mean, getting a constitutional amendment to take the power of redistricting away from the legislature, that's a, that's a, that's <laughs> that a hill. Funny. That's like a, a totally vertical. I mean, that's, at I mean, this point, no, that's how Republicans are passing legislation now anyway. They're trying to do it through constitutional amendment. But the idea that they would vote something to take their own power away is hilarious. Yes, exactly. So that's that's that is why fairer maps would lead to a better uh, meeting of the minds on a on a better system to to do redistricting. That's, do you know, that, that's exactly the point. All right. So it sounds like we're going to go from and we have ninety nine assembly seats. We're just going to wrap up here. We have ninety nine assembly seats, at, um, and we're going to get about forty eight. Republicans have forty eight of the ninety nine now, and use it's the new maps. It sounds like no, no. Get, Republicans or, have fifty. No, Republicans have sixty. 
oh, four I, of the nine. Oh, Democrats. Yeah, I'm doing it backward, backwards. I wrote it yeah. wrong. I wrote it down wrong. Um, yeah, but yeah. we're going to get we're going to get a, a, like a fair assembly. And then the Senate will be a little bit different, right? Because not all the senators are up for election. Oh. Well, that's right. It would be vastly different. It would probably go from the current 22 Republicans, 11 Democrats to 17 Republicans, 16 Democrats. So that means any, you know, but, the next election, it could change hands, which, but, which it regularly did. The state Senate regularly changed hands. But, Jay, does that, factor, does that factor in in the Senate, the fact that only half the senators are up for election? Well, only, in the, only half the Senate is up for election in any, every two years right. anyway, because they have four-year terms. Yep. So, so that's the reason why. Originally, in the, the legal action that was brought, they wanted to bring all 22 senators and have them run for re-election in 2024. But the, the, the Supreme Court, the progressives on the Wisconsin Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you, yeah you have to, we have to, you can only have half the Senate up because that's what the Wisconsin Constitution says. Yeah, for sure. So, so, so that's why. So that, but, you know, even then it's fine. I mean, it's not, that is not a big disadvantage for Democrats. And they would have an opportunity if 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 they have a, a good opportunity to grab sixteen, they have a decent opportunity to, to grab seventeen in the majority. Same in the assembly; they, mm-hmm. they have a they have a, a better, you know, a, almost even chance to gain the majority in the assembly. And that's what you want. You want that competition so that it, so that elections become battles of ideas rather than who has the who has the most gerrymandered maps and who spends the most money on dark ads, dark, dark money ads. Yeah. And the, and the primaries and the primaries are the only thing that matter and who can go further left yeah. or further right. That's Jay hack common cause, Wisconsin executive director. He put out a statement today on the fair maps, but I think we covered it all. Jay, thanks so much for joining me. You're uh, you're a prince for being interested in this. I thank <laughs> you, for Rick. That's great. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a break. I'll wrap up when we come back. All right, that's going to wrap up a Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Thanks again to Jay Hack, Common Cause, Wisconsin Executive Director. I think we covered most of the maps this time around. I really had a little bit of questions about the Senate yet because we're not doing all the elections there. How much more even are the Senate districts going to get in two more years? And then also, we never got into the U.S. House maps. There is a lawsuit to change the U.S. House maps, but that's probably that's not going to happen in Till at least 2026 or at, yeah, at least 2026. So anyway, thanks everybody for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow.